The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Sit with us and listen in as we start off the final episode in our Game from Scratch series. Our characters are hot on the trail of Lupo's next shipment. Mickey, JJ, and Kurt bring Ms. Garcia, Samaj, and Sean together to carry out the plan. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. Find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Find us on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher Radio, and of course also Google. You can search us up on Bing, whatever that is. We're going to go around the table quickly and say hi, starting with... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey playing Jennifer Garcia, who happens to be a ranger. Ah. I didn't share that Not a Texas ranger. Not a Texas ranger. That's different. Gone. Uh, I have a song for Walker Texas Stranger in my head now. Thank you for nice. that. You're welcome. Uh, JJ here playing uh, Samaj Nevitz, the um, all-the-time high cleric of pain and misery. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is Kurt. I am playing Patrick O'Shaughnessy, known as Sean. He is the thief hacker tech guy for the criminal organization. And I am Joe. I am the Game Master as we are playing the third and should be final session of our Game from Scratch. In this game, we started with Dungeon World Rules. Our character, our players picked uh, character classes we had not played before. And then on the air, we made up our entire scenario as we went. We're playing in what we started by calling urban fantasy. But the only fantasy part is so far has been that um, Samaj sees unicorns and rainbows (laughs) and is able to rub his nose and make people afraid of things. Exactly. Um, Kind of like Bewitched. For the most part, we're Miami Vice. (laughs) (laughs) We're playing in the 80s in uh, Florida, Miami area. And... um, our different characters we've adapted, our, our classes we've adapted a little to the modern day. Mickey mentioned the, the ranger, and we have said that she's got a 9mm, and she also has a, maybe an ex-police dog or, or something similar as her pet. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Um, we are going to do a quick recap of our last episode, and uh, Mr. Stevens will do that. So appropriately, we, we, uh, we went to the tracks, and um, we consulted or confronted Frederico. Uh, we had a little bit, a little bit of trouble getting past his uh, his door muscle. Um, every That's plan that we had uh, <laughs> yeah. was essentially um, botched. So it ended up just coming out to a brawl in the streets and or the brawl in the hallway. Brawl in the um, hall. <coughs> sorry about that. Uh, and um, Mickey um, or Jennifer just. Bull rush straight on into there, made a deal, and uh, can we live up to it? That is the question. And as we closed out that last episode, the deal was, um, or the plan was in place. Um, Kurt, do you want to recap that plan? Yeah, so the plan was to uh, for me to essentially fabricate some uh, electronic phone records, plant some files, uh, things like that that would implicate the Jamaicans uh, in trying to... Uh, essentially move against Javier Lupo, uh, make Lupo, uh, it, it ends up helping out Frederico, who, who will help us, as long as that deal works that way. So, yeah. uh, And we rolled, I got a, a aid from Mickey, a full aid, and then aid with a complication from JJ. Yep. The roll was successful, so presumably we are yes. succeeding in planting the evidence. So we're starting out this episode with successfully planting that evidence in that 
Um, four of Lupo's men were lost during that um, conversation with Rico. And you guys have made it so it's obvious that uh, the Jamaicans had something to do with it. That's right. um, maybe even bought off one of the security guys at the track. And all this stuff came together just perfectly. And um, uh, Rico likes the job you've done and sends a, uh, let's see, sends a messenger boy, one of his uh, closest, uh, the, the kids that always works for him. Um, to, to go that usually goes and gets some information but shares it as well he sends that kid out to your place Sean um, and he he hands you a slip of paper and on that slip of paper is a kind of a code that the Lupo organization uses that you're familiar with and also Garcia is familiar with uh, and it tells you it's tomorrow night port at Fort Lauderdale uh, Pier 51 the ship is the good night sailing out of Columbia and the container you're looking for is container 713. And the kid just goes away after that. It's like one of those where he's not allowed to talk to anybody. He just takes the messages and leaves. They get younger and younger in Lupo's organization. We need to put a stop to that. Yeah, this kid looks like he might be about, I don't know, uh, 12. 12, maybe 12 and a half. He's got some wild hair. Uh, and he was wearing goggles around his neck when he showed up. But that was, that was so he could ride his bike really fast through the streets of Miami. Yes. And his, well, so his nickname was KK. Oh, KK, yeah. yeah. So we've got, uh, we've got information, which could be one of two things, right? That could be where the drop's happening, in which case I think we need guns. Or it could be not where the drop's happening and they're setting us up, in which case I think we need we guns. We need guns. <laughs> um, either way, we need guns. I yeah. think this might be legit. It makes sense that they'd be at the Port of Fort Lauderdale given – how hot Miami is right now. Everybody knows that MDPD is all over that port. So oh, Fort Lauderdale. Man, temperature. Mm. <laughs> you would. Man, I'm so hot right now. You would. So Fort Lauderdale, much more discreet. They're just starting to expand that airport over there. So it makes sense that that's where the, the drop would be. And the good night. What the, do they mean La Buena Noche? Yes, I, I'm. La sure Noche Buena. Hmm. That ship's, that ship's name sounds familiar. I think it's one of the ones we had on surveillance. So this may be legit, but either way, I think we need guns. Okay. I want to go in there guns. fully strapped. <laughs> I'm sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want every piece in the rope. house. What the fuck you need rope I'm for? sure you would. <laughs> every piece in the house. Let's go. This, uh... I may be a geek, but these guys are bad news. We got, we can't. If we're going there, we got to be fully prepared. Okay, I pull out my little, my little uh, baton. He, he, he whips his wrist and it extends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like the police batons. Yeah. In addition to the uh, Uzi that I kept from the guards, I would love to have a consistent with my character a silenced pistol if I could. Very well. Yeah. And that I would treat like a melee weapon. Like, this is for up close and personal. Well, like, it, would, it would still be ranged. But if you wanted, the way I would play that is if you wanted to shoot somebody when, um, without being noticed, then you want to be unnoticed already. So we would start it with a stealth roll. Then you can shoot them and you stay stealthed, so I'm to speak. Like, if I walked up behind someone, mm-hmm. like right up behind them with a silenced weapon, would yeah. that be potentially a backstab roll? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I would definitely use that as a backstab. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, 
the reason I asked that is backstab requires a melee weapon, but you're one foot away from them, so it seems like that should yeah, count. Yeah, you got it. That's going to work for me. Uh, it's the um, uh, sniper is the wrong word. It's just I'm going to go to my stash. Gonna yeah. I'm going to get some uh, clay discs and an atlatl. Oh, great. What's this going towards? <laughs> you're going to get what? The atlatl. It's what they use to throw the clay disc for skeet shooting. Pull. Oh. I'm going to be throwing clay discs at people. Okay. <laughs> God. What? <laughs> He's going to pigeonhole them or something. <laughs> it's great for knocking pe- people out from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> You're going against the cartel? It's so high. And, <laughs> and he wants to play pigeon. Okay. Why not? Sure. Now, see, if he throws it right at him and then you shoot it, it's a two for one. Right? Exactly. It's a yeah. dust cloud and everything. Nice. It's obscure. Okay. So we're heading down to, how far is Fort Lauderdale from my It area? is exactly as far as it needs to be for you guys to arrive a few minutes before minutes. the ship from arrives. Co- from Coconut Grove, about 45 minutes an yeah. hour. Back Wait. in that time. Yeah. Now, forget about it. <laughs> so you're able to gather all the stuff that forget you need. Forget about it. Um, whether it be extra drugs or extra guns or whatever it may be, what I do want to keep track of is, regardless of what guns you picked up, we're going to treat ammo as three when we start. Because remember, the only time you ever really lose ammo is when you choose to or when I say you lose it because of a failure. So your ammo is as unlimited as the spell. Speaking of which, you would have light back. You'd have enough time okay. to, to do a, you know, a quick hit of something, right? Whatever, whatever communion looks like for a drug addict, right? Yeah, recommunion. Yes, some reefer. There you go. So maybe marijuana gets everything back for you. Do a bong hit. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, then you guys all, all get together. You get whatever transportation you need. Whose car? Who, who has a car? I have a car. What is it? A nineteen eighty four what? Lincoln. El Camino. Lincoln. It's an El Camino. Uh, no, because it's not. It, El Caminos don't have a back seat. Exactly. So you're going to ride in the back yep. with uh, Phil Collins? I don't smell, I don't smell nice. <laughs> so you're in the, the pickup portion of the El Camino? Yep. Great. It definitely wouldn't pass as a government car, so that works. Okay. Right. Yeah, you don't want to be driving in an LTD or something, or a Crown Vic. A Crown Victoria. Yeah, yeah probably not that. An El Camino? Sure. You got a 1984 El Camino. It's purple and sparkly. <laughs> All right, so we're driving. There's... um. Moody Michael Mann style music playing in the background. <laughs> uh, okay. Harold Zimmer or whatever his name is. Yeah. Going up by 95. Uh, and all I can think of in my head is while you're going down the street and the, stu- the sun's starting to set as you're approaching, I get the Magnum PI music in my head as you're going for some reason. Oh. Yeah, sorry. That's what, what it is. So sun setting behind us as we drive. Uh, wherever it needs to be, yeah, in order for, to be picturesque. As we're driving. It's casting the right shadows and shining the right bits of the waning sunlight into <laughs> your, your <laughs> hair. <laughs> yeah. So when we, show, when we get there, when appropriate, I would like to survey a dangerous area. And that's what I was going for. As you guys approach the port, um, in order to get in there easily, you've got to give me how you're getting past port security. Because you've got to get your way into the port to the space that you need to be at. Um, we would park a bit of ways and get, cut the fence to get in. Well, you don't need to do that. There's, there's the hobos have a, their own language. Okay. And um, they already have an, a point of entry into the port because that's how they cross uh, to other continents they want to. Do you speak hobo? I do. I yeah. think we're about to find out. <laughs> So what um, 
What does that fall under? Describe to me how you find and converse with a hobo. To oh find no, a I spot. mean hobos always have the best stuff. So I mean, if oh, you yeah. want to get the best stuff, you got to get it. Got to be with the hobos. Okay. Um, and they're, they're always on the up and up as far as uh, uh, knowing what the best new stuff in town is. Okay. Um, and because of that, I mean, they they don't advertise. You know, a cardboard box drug dealer here. It's always you know some kind of code word, and I've I've since learned. Okay. That uh, you know, they also like you know they'll have signs up on a on someone's mailbox. You know, like good host here, they'll let you stay, they'll let you crash on their bed. <laughs> nice. So let's do. Um, I can't associate intelligence with drug addict, so I'm going to have you roll a wisdom roll to see if you can find an appropriate hobo. Okay. <laughs> hobo roll. <laughs> this is. Probably hobo. the first hobo, hobo roll of the podcast. That's a 12. A 12. You, find you are a, down with the hobos. As, I am. You find, as you described it, a, uh, a box. A box where um, maybe you have uh, dealt with this guy before. Um, uh, but this hobo uh, always dresses in the dingiest red clothing he can find. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. For whatever reason, he loves to wear red. Um, but he can never find clean clothes, so he's always wearing something dingy, but always red, head to toe. It's because uh, it's because his his hair is all turned white. He used to be a cool <laughs> redhead. There you go. Okay. And um, he's trying to re- re- recapture that magic. Okay. His eyes twinkle and his belly shake. Yeah, a little bit. So like um, his nickname is Red, by the way. Just to yeah. Throw that out there, but uh, Red leads you. Uh, to a, a break in the fence far towards the side of the docks. And you're, you're pretty sure you can make it through there, but you kinda have to, you're going to have to be sneaky to get past all the guards and everything. He can tell you how to get through, but um, at hobo speed, you don't have enough time. You need to go faster than that. Yeah. Because hobo's got nowhere to be, right? So he can take an hour to walk through the port if he wants, but you've just got a few minutes. Yeah, to we got to keep right. it moving. Yeah, you got to get to Pier Fifty One soon. You can actually hear the um, the really loud air horn honking sounds of uh, tugboats pushing a, a boat into place. It's yeah. There you go. Foghorns, whatever those noises are from boats, all the the port machinery and everything, even at this late hour of the day, they're probably just getting to closing up a lot of the bits. And this ship is probably going to be unloaded tomorrow morning. So we need a motorcycle? Or a a means of Now that you've said it, yes. I like that. You're going to find yourself some form of port vehicle. Let's get ATVs. I'm sure they have ATVs somewhere on the They board. do. No, they have forklifts everywhere. They do. They have those too. They have forklifts that pull ATVs with motorcycles on them. I like yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, two ATVs? No, Segway. We'll, uh, there are no Segways back in the we'll 80s. We'll Collins riding on an ATV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do whatever she tells do. Do whatever he, I tell him to All do. All right. Hmm. Put his little goggles on. <laughs> so you can, That'd be pretty funny. Little doggy goggles. He's got doggy goggles. Like that. We, um... So what I'd like to do is let's get, you know what? Let's do undertake a perilous journey. What the heck? Woo! Because even though we're not taking a long time, um, as we normally think of it, so an undertake a perilous journey. I need somebody that I is going be to be um, the scout. Really, all we're going to do is scout and trailblazer. Somebody's going to keep an eye up ahead. Probably makes sense for the thief to do that the way that Kurt's been playing it. 
And then we'll just do Trailblazer from there. Yep. Um, I, I know how to read a hobo sign. Quartermaster won't matter for us here. Okay. So let's start with... What's the modifier? The scout. Uh, it's always wisdom for this. Um, so what'd you end up with? Seven. For Sean. Okay. So you're able to see the guards and uh, different security people and, for that matter, regular dock workers and find ways to avoid them as long as um, we see how quickly you get there with the... the Gosh, trailblazer. Ah, ten. Nice, okay. So, reading the right hobo markings on different spots along the port, um, they make their marks in different places, and that's well, how hobos talk in Fort Lauderdale, just so you know. Mm. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you know why. Because they got friends and <laughs> places. They are the ones in low places. Exactly. Um, so the, the proper markings on how to get through. On the ATVs, you're able to zoom through, uh, stop at the right spots, make sure you cover um, your, the noise of the ATVs with the noise of machinery, find your way, uh, and you see right along the piers, you're passing 48, 49, 50, 51, right there. And the boat is indeed, the, the container ship is just being pushed in, and they're about to do whatever they do to tie them off and stuff like that. The uh, the ramp that uh, people walk in and out of or the walk gang on plank? and off. Is that what it's called when it's yeah. at? Sure. That. The gangplank. That is um, just being pulled up to the boat. What is that? Does that? Who knows this? Does it go up to the boat or does it come down from the boat? comes down yeah. on the boat. So the it boat. starts on the boat and goes down to the dock. Yeah. That's yes. what we're going to say. So they're lowering it from the boat down to the dock as you pull up and switch off the ATVs. All right. Regular dock stuff. There's people walking around. Chances are some work for Lupo, some don't. Sick. Most likely, most of them don't. Most of them are going to be the innocents. Can I survey the dangerous area? To that is a good chance. Yeah, let's do it. So what uh, you got? Five plus two, seven. Okay, that gives you one of those questions there. And think again, like we said earlier, trap means something that's going to get you. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I guess I would just look for where the people are and, uh, okay. yeah, where the guards are. So it looks like as you get close enough and you're start surveying the area, um, what, what piece of equipment would you use to do that? Like a, like a, a bird-watching scope, binocular something? Because you've got to be able to see better than others. I'm just Yeah, curious. I guess it would be binoculars, okay. small binoculars. So you take out the uh, Bushnells or whatever they might be, um, and you do see that some of the guys dressed as dock workers are actually standing at the, at the gangplank, both at the top and the bottom, with assault rifles, like um, AKs or something. And they have them slung right out in the open. But you can see it clearly with the binoculars on. From a distance, it looks like they're just wearing a utility belt or something. So there's some, this is definitely the place. Okay. So what's your approach? We did not discuss this before, but I mean, are we going to try to let them unload everything and then hit them as they're driving away? Or, uh, yeah, cause it's or are we just going to kill everyone? We need the guns on U.S. soil before we can. It's already in U.S. waters. It's in U.S. waters. You're right. Um, I say we take them out and we try to keep Lupo alive if we can. I don't care about anybody else. I think it'll be easier on the ship. Well, Lupo wouldn't be on the ship. 
what you're talking about. Yeah, he might not even be there. Period. No, he, he, yeah, he would not be. This All is right. just a shipment showing up for him. He's back at the penthouse, most likely. So we He's back need doing dirty things with Vicky. <sighs> dirty things. Most likely, Too just Vicky. don't look at her. So we need um, whoever's in charge of this drop off. We need him or her alive. It's probably a him or her alive, so that they can testify. Testify. Let's go. All right. Well, I'm going to say it probably makes more sense on the boat. Yeah, infiltrate the boat. I'm going to say between Sean and Garcia, somebody might have the resources to know who is in charge of the operation. You did not get that as part of the message that was delivered, and you know it's not Rico. Yeah, it's going to be somebody who works directly for Rico. But you didn't ask him before. This would be something to draw upon your own knowledge here. Yeah, I was going to say. Essentially, I, this oh, is a spout oh, lore. As a human, yeah. I'm a professional. When I spout lore or discern realities about criminal activities, I get plus one. Oh, snap. Guess who's about to do this? I am. So that's an intelligence roll. Six plus one is seven. The plus one saved me. Okay, Oh, great. plus intelligence is eight. Okay. Um, this is, uh, gosh, what's, all right, well, you tell me. What's the guy's name? Because you do know it. Uh, Jorge L- Hernandez. Jorge L- Hernandez. Jorge Hernandez. Jorge Hernandez. Okay. So with Jorge, um, I gotta get back to text. But you can call him George. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, uh, uh, all right, so here's the deal. You know who it is? You also know Jorge is not open to negotiation. Ever. For he's anything. A, he's a bad, bad man. Yes. It is, he has a job to do, and it will get done. There will be no changing his mind. Okay. That's your seven to nine result of that. He might need to get a bullet in the forehead. I got no That's his best Irish accent. He's a bad, bad man. <laughs> he's a bad, bad man. All right, let's take him out. Well, I agree. We need to go on the ship. That's a better plan. All right. So, And I think we should try to be sneaky about it. So I'm going to do it real sneaky-like. These clay discs, they don't make any sound when they fly through the air. Yeah. From I here. mean, except for movie effect sounds, which don't matter. Exactly. Right. Yeah, be like that. Yeah. So you're going to use it to... <laughs> what was the suction cup what? sound at the end? <laughs> that was the... Uh, it, was, it was colliding with the oh, skull. Oh, okay. The... They used that sound. They, they crushed a watermelon. Okay. That's how they, that's how they do special effects with that one. Okay. So now what? So you're going to use your your discs to do what? To knock them out. All right. So you've got two heavily armed at the bottom of the plank Mm -hmm. and two at the top. And um, all the regular doctors, I say all. Let's say if we frame the scene where you guys are looking at the ship and you can see from from your range, I don't know what we're going to call this, uh, 200 yards or so, with binoculars, he, uh, Sean could make out these guys that had weapons. Everyone else, you see dock workers. In this scene, you are seeing anywhere between 20 and 40 guys walking through at any given time, uh, tying up the boat, um, getting things in order, probably ending their shift so the next shift can come onto the docks, uh, people that work overnight. Um, it looks like they're going to be... Uh, setting this ship to be unloaded tomorrow. So the crew's going to come off, probably go stay in a hotel or whatever. And um, tomorrow they should be unloading this ship. Ooh. Ooh. How, Sean, how does um, 
the crew, Lupo's crew, uh, treat those who desert their post? Those who desert their post? Yeah. Uh, Jorge I mean, wouldn't look... I was going to say, neither Javier, Lupo, or Jorge would tolerate desertion of any kind. Mm. So, one of those... Uh, I'm going to use cause fear on the gangplank. Ha! <laughs> okay. And um, target one of the guards at the bottom and see what happens. Okay. And what I want to do for this one, just to see how it plays out, I know with cause fear, like you had mentioned, they have... Um, they can flee, panic, beg, or fight. Yeah. When after you cast it, if it's successful, we're going to roll a D four and pick the one oh, right out of that list. Okay. Just to see, rather than a presumed uh, effect, let's see what actually randomness could introduce. All right, I see. So start with the cast. So he's rubbing his nose. Yeah, I got another ten. Nice. And then random effect is. Number four. All right, and that is the fight. Flee, so, panic, beg, or fight. So he's going to so, uh, go sock it to the other guy, or he's going. Well, to he's afraid. He's afraid of the gangplank. Yes, he's going to. What? He's going to start shooting the gangplank. Going with what you've said so far, what did you make it look like? What is the illusion that you've portrayed on this poor, unsuspecting soul? It looks like a lava flow coming from a volcano. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then. I'm thinking in order to fight that, he's going to grab the nearest fire extinguisher, point it at the gangplank, and try and put out the lava, the, the, okay. the heat, the fire. So he's just going to freak out. Somewhere nearby is going to be some kind of uh, station. You've got to put out fires on a boat. That's important. He's going to grab the, uh, the fire extinguisher and just kind of uh, put on his war face and shout at the gangplank, and, ah! and just... <laughs> Pull the pin on the fire extinguisher and just stand there emptying it right at the gangplank. Okay. What do the rest of the guards do because of this? Um, they are kind of wondering what's going on with this guy. You can hear him scream and you start to hear a few shouts of different people trying to figure things out. The uh, dock workers kind of stop and they're just watching the scene. Now they're trying to get up on the boat. Not using the gangplank. They're not using the gangplank? Yeah. You got a grappling hook, right? You brought the rope. I saw you grab rope. Yeah. Now, what he's saying is you guys need to get on there yeah, without using the, the gang- yeah. gangplank. Uh-huh. You need to find another way up there. We need to climb up. Yeah. We can do that now without being seen? Distractions. There's plenty of distractions. There's definitely a distraction going right. on. Uh, One of Lupo's to... men's freaking out. I'm going to try oh. to sneaky sneak up as close as I can to the boat. And now, what happens if uh, one of the other guards try to restrain him? Well, right now, he's not hurting anybody. Um, so they're just going to, for the next, let's say, half a minute. I don't know how long it takes to empty a fire extinguisher, but I'll right. give it a half a minute or so. They're just going to watch in awe at what this guy's doing and because it's not hurting anyone. Okay. If he was firing his weapon, that would have been different. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to try to throw my rope and hook up. Okay. See if we can use that to get on the boat. Um, are all three of you approaching the boat? Yeah, but we're approaching like the dark end. So okay. it's nighttime. Let's Super do a, um, a stealth roll, and we're going to use it as just uh, Sean, in that you're able to tell them which way to get there quickly and quietly. So we'll use your roll for everybody. Ten if it stacks. Yes, it is. Then you have led everyone up to the boat, uh, and it is time to go ahead and throw that rope up there, or however you're going to try and get on there. 
I have to roll for that. Let's do it as another dex roll because you need to hit something specific. What you got? Seven. All right. So it hooks on, um, but definitely the strength of the rope you have would only get one of you up there at a time. So okay. who gets to go first? I'll go because I'm super sneaky. I'll get up super there and then I'll work my way back. Okay. While he's doing that, I'm going to um, tie rope to Bill Collins' harness. He's got his little police nice. ballistic okay. jacket on so that I can haul him up onto mm-hmm. the boat after me. Right. Okay. Now, um, so wh- what's the order? We've got Sean going first and then... And then, then me. And then... Um, then I've got to climb up there. Samaj. Okay. So as Garcia is starting to get up the rope, you see from up on the boat, people are starting to notice there's something else going on in a different area, not just the fire extinguisher area, not the, just the gangplank. And uh, some of the, the, the dock workers are pointing towards where you guys are. All right. So you, you are now at least noticed as something's going on. Right. And you're, she's just getting started? Yeah, she's making her way with Phil behind her at some point. The idea right. being, uh, uh, picture this scene from the outside. The dock workers are, uh, hey, what's that going on up there? Right, right, right. So, uh, I mean, JJ's, or uh, Sammy, they're watching because I'm up top, so I'm going to signal. Well, he's up there with you now. Oh, he's already up? Yeah. You're ahead of He me. was the second one up. Gotcha. So we need to start pulling that rope. Yep. To get her up faster than she would otherwise get up. So we're going to okay. double, double I want strength. whoever has the higher strength, the other person aid them. I have a plus one to strength. I have a minus one. All right, then you try an aid roll. Hey, is a seven. Eight. All right, so you get a plus one to your roll, Samaj. Let's see if you can get her up there fast enough. I'm not, just for curiosity, on aid, is it just a straight roll, or do you use a modifier? You use bonds, but we don't have any bonds. It's a six. Oh. You drop me. <laughs> um, Splash. What that means is that it has drawn the, those dock workers have drawn the attention of Lupo slash Jorge's men. And now they are running towards your area on the boat. You were not entirely successful with your sneak onto the boat. Yep. You are, they, are, they know someone is there now, but you're far enough away they don't know who it is yet. And they have their guns out. And uh, we may need to lay down yeah. some cover fire for uh, Garcia. All right. Well, All you're right. going to get her up there in time. Well, not, you're going to get her up there, but you didn't do it in time to not be noticed. Oh, okay, but she's not getting a shot on the way up. Not at this time. Okay. The night's still young, though. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you, Kurt. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. All right. Well, she's, so we're all up. Did we get Phil yep, Collins you can, up? You guys can all be on the boat, and um, you have at least a handful of uh, Lupo's men coming at you from their end of the boat. Now, do I recognize any of these uh, men as uh, they have that haze of a drug addict in their, in their eyes? Let's do this. Let's say there are six of them and assuredly at least one. So roll a d6 and let's see how many needed some drugs along the journey. Three of them. Okay, so half. All right, half I'm of them. turn druggies. Let's do it. All right, so re- read that out because we've never really played oh, yeah, the cleric. Yeah, we did this off air. Yeah. So what we decided, JJ, you go ahead and talk it to me. All right, so uh, cleric has turn undead. Uh, unfortunately, that doesn't really work in this uh, scenario. Not really. So uh, we, we decided that I would be able to turn drug addicts. <laughs> and um, it, Mainly from the first-person perspective. Being yeah. one, you know what makes them afraid. Exactly. So um, I'm going to hold uh, 
my AA symbol up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's his holy symbol. Don't you get a coin at AA or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, so that, that is my quote unquote holy symbol. And you can make them all take 12 steps away from you. Um, yeah, exactly, right? Uh-huh. So on a 7 plus, uh, they may not come within reach of us. Okay. On a 10 plus, uh, anyone who's intelligent is momentarily dazed. Okay. And my, anyone as mindless is fleeing. What I'm going to say is w- since we're doing this as they're not undead, these are low level undead. These would be the skeletons of the undead world. Okay. So they would flee if you hit that. Right. Let's see what happens. Ha ha! That is a nine. Okay, so on a nine, as long as you continue to brandish your coin. <laughs> they may not come within reach of you. So um, as they're approaching, you see half of this group of six start to like stutter step um, while the others continue charging forward. They're still a couple hundred feet from you at this time. They were, you were, I'm picturing the whole time as you guys are on opposite ends of the boat. It's probably, what, four yeah. or five hundred foot long boat. The big thing. So well, they're not far away. We, we have time to look for the shipment, right? Look for the crate. We could try to disappear into We like, don't want to stand there and just We, 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 we could play Maze Runner with them. Yeah. yeah, you've got all kinds of options. Yeah, we yeah don't let's want, go find. I don't want to shoot minions for no reason. Like, let's go mm-hmm. find what we need to find, but be ready to have a shootout on the deck if we need to. So, yeah, we get her up. Um, yep. Once she's up, I'm going to, like, you know, motion, you know, keep coming, keep coming. Mm-hmm. <coughs> duck, around this, uh, duck around this trailer. And uh, I'm holding the, the symbol up the entire time. And as I... Before I duck around, I'm going to throw my clay, um, my clay disc at one of the guys that are still running at us. Cool. Let's do a volley roll. That's a dex. Now let's just see what the heck happens with a clay disc. <laughs> I mean, he is so high. Ten. <laughs> I got a ten. <laughs> okay. Um, I think for the sake of expediency, what we're going to do is just take what you intended anyway. You just want to hit him in the head and knock him out. Yep. Right. So that it done. So out of the six that were chasing you, there are five left. And because it was a full ten success, we're going to say it's not one of the druggies that you knocked out. It was one of the others. Nice. Right. So one of the coherent. Yeah. And you said it wasn't going to work. Uh, <laughs> I have been corrected. Uh, I have eaten my words. Um, all right. So we're going to mark that one as no longer part of the equation. And you know what's best about clay disc? Uh-oh. When it blows up, the evidence has disappeared. <gasps> Except for the Except dent for the, in the guy's head. The <laughs> powder all over his face. Like the guy that got stabbed with the icicle. Oh, the murder yeah. weapon disappears. He's just standing in a pool of water. All right, so, um, Kurt, you, you just missed. The, one of the guys actually got knocked out with a clay disc. Nice. Yes. Nice. So you guys did your Way run good. down there. And for the sake of... Um, uh, action movie, action show type of thing. We're going to say there's plenty of room in between crates. I mean, I've looked at the, you know pictures of real container ships. It's just a, like a big Lego brick in the middle. Yeah. There's going to be plenty of room for you guys to do what you need to do. Uh, so let's start. That this is now a chase scene. Yeah. How do you how do you guys run away, deceive them, walk through the other stuff? Run in between the containers. We're looking for containers seven one three. Yeah. Right. And you can see, as you start looking at the numbers, they're not in any order. Oh, great. And these crates, um, all these containers are, like, random. If you had to guess, let's say there are 100 containers on it. They have numbers from, you know, this, cra- th- this container is number 123. This container is number 78643. This container is, it's like, they're from all different 
uh, right. series of I'm numbers. Going to, I'm going Phil to pull Collins. Out, I'm pull out my beer bottle. Phil yeah. Collins. And I'm going to spin it on the deck of the ship. Okay. And use that to cast Guidance. Okay. So while, while um, Samaj is determining which container he has to go kiss when the bottle stops, <laughs> what are you telling Phil Collins to do? Phil Collins has, <coughs> he can smell gunpowder and gun oil. Oh, sure, yeah. So I'm going to say, Phil Collins, sick him. So that's tracking. That's going to be a move for you. the guns. So we're going to go with the track move from the uh, ranger while Mickey's contemplating how that's going to turn out. JJ. Uh, So the The guidance is uh, a symbol of your deity appears before you and gestures toward the direction uh, your deity would have you take and then disappears. The message is through gesture only. Okay. The... um, so the symbol of the bong appears, and the stem of the bong points towards the middle of the ship. Okay. Okay, and I add that way. cunning to my roll for track. So it's yeah. I rolled an eight plus one, and do I have any other modifiers? I think modifiers? it's wisdom for tracking, right? So that's a ten. Okay, and a ten. Um, as the bottle <coughs> stops, uh, I'm thinking of the, the, a, a nice scene here. The bottle stops... It's pointed in one direction, and the um, and at that point, uh, Phil Collins does the whole pointer thing. His tail goes straight up, and one leg comes up in the front, and his nose points directly in the same path as the bottle is pointing. And this container is definitely towards the middle of the ship. I'd say, show me, okay, and have him take me to where he's. He and and Phil goes off at his regular lope in front of you that he knows where he's going, but he's only slowing down enough for you to keep up. Um, and at this point, is anybody keeping track of the people that were chasing you? Yes, I'm going to Captain America a clay disc off one of the, the things <laughs> and bounce it into the next guy's head. <laughs> I want to see what Sean's up to right before you do that. Yeah, okay. I just got my Uzi out because uh, yeah. stealth has been abandoned at this point. So I'm just kind of covering, okay. uh, waiting to see what happens. And I'm going to pop people if I need to. So you're just watching behind. It's mm-hmm. right, so, uh, more of a lookout type of thing. Right. Um, Although I am also wondering what we're going to do when we find this crate. Call for backup? Have him arrest everybody? I don't know. They'll be there like that. Exactly. Mm, totally. Maybe. Originally <laughs> I was thinking we would dump it in the wa- in the ocean, but any of you guys have like a hand grenade or something we can toss in it? <laughs> well, there might be one in there. Not? So, yeah, there could be one inside. Sure. Somebody reach in with a coat hanger and pull a pin. <laughs> I think I just gave it away. Damn it. Um, Damn it. So go ahead and fling that disc. All right. It's going to go right past Sean's head. Yep. All right, come on now. Making its movie sound noise. Ha ha! Twelve. He did it. Again. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So the druggie is is killing it. It's freaking awesome. All right, so this disc goes flying With the right past you. Inconceivable weapon. And for no reason accountable for in physics whatsoever or geometry. Exactly. It bounces. Off of a container in front of you with a hollow bong noise without the clay disc it breaking. It doesn't break. Yeah. And then it ricochets <laughs> off, and in the distance you hear, thud. <laughs> um, and because of that sound, Sean, you know that they're probably three seconds away from turning a corner on you guys. You know how far away that sound was, and you have moments to decide how you're going to try and evade them. They know where, you're, where you are now. So, so this was throwing behind us? Yeah. 
Well, it was a ricochet around yeah. the corner. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah. there, Chase says. Yeah. So we, but we should be running after the dog the other way now, mm-hmm. right? However, the dog is going at a pace that Garcia normally keeps up with. These guys are flat out after you. So they're, the, the point being, they're going to be there in three seconds. How would you react to that? Spray and pray, baby. Spray and pray. Spray and pray. These are bad, bad men. So the other two, Garcia and Samaj, are moving forward at a jog, chasing the dog. Um, I'm like I'm not in their disc. You might be going, maybe you're uh, backpedaling, and you'll just, as soon as they around the corner, you're going to squeeze the trigger? Exactly. Let's do a I'm actually going to drop to one knee because I'll get better aim. Okay. Is that uh, one of your things? No, I I just, I know the way the world works. (laughs) So... (laughs) This is a TV show, man. No, How does the mean, world it's just work? Quick. Okay. Nine plus two, eleven. All right, so it worked. Rat tat 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 dead ass. Long beach <laughs> talk. Watch it get the spot and uh, somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky okay. ass shit like every single day. Uh, what was the total Sorry. again? Uh, eleven. Eleven. Um, and, uh, so this is what? Yeah, yeah. Volley, so right? this is a volley. You are not going to lose any ammo, so you're Thanks. just spraying some bullets. And there's all the ricochet of the, you know, the, the ones that missed because you're shooting an Uzi. Like one bullet's going to hit somebody. I think with a roll like that, I have like perfect three-shot three pulse headshots. Well, the, <laughs> you didn't say that if, it, if you had. Well, that's why I dropped yeah. one knee for accuracy. So boom, okay. Boom, boom, boom. All right. What, I li- what I'd like you to do, there are four of them left. You got a D4 handy? Uh, yeah, right here. Let's see how I'm, many you hit. I've got a D8. Let's use even divide by two. Or just use or the just D4. Use D4. There you go. I hit one. Okay. So you take one of the guys out, and the other three, um, as they turn the corner and you get the drop on them, the other three just open fire. So there are bullets shooting at you guys. Um, From there, I want to, there, well, you two roll, and uh, one one die, one d6, and whoever rolls higher is going to get hit. <laughs> you actually rolled a one, Mickey. I did. Nice. Um, so you're going to get hit from behind for a d6 as the bullets go flying past. Nice. Ow. Get hit four damage. <laughs> so you actually felt that one. I did. It wasn't like the other one. It what? hit me right up Main Street. Are you wondering why it's quieter? <laughs> I turned off the air I conditioner. I thought I heard a like thunder. Oh. Uh, uh, so the bullets are flying, and there's a little bit of. Um, Damage on both sides, but the three of them are now charging right at Sean with uh, guns blazing. Do I see this? You know it now. <laughs> um, so I guess at mid run, I do like you know stop, roll, and draw my weapon. Okay. And shoot back. All right. At the bad guy. You could do this. Now uh, just, is that a called shot? It's plus dex for just a regular volley. A called shot uh, has some. Uh, yeah, attack a defenseless or surprise enemy at range. At this point, they are neither defenseless or surprised. So I can't do called shot. Right. Yep, I see an 11 on my dice. Oh, that's that's good because you add two, dexterity. Yeah. Which is a 13. Okay. How many rounds do you squeeze out of your Glock just as a, a cinematic thing? Is it just one to the head of one person or do you like bang, 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 bang? Well, you trained for, you know. Okay. Body shots. So two to the body. Okay. So let's roll some damage. Roll some damage. Roll it. Seven. Seven. All right. That one goes down. You hit him in the body, and of course, he disproportionately falls farther back than possible with the physics involved. 
And um, I don't have any advanced rolls. You didn't pick one. And he's able to. Uh, or he's not able. The oh, other yeah. two, the other two continue past him, and within moments they will be reaching Sean. Is uh, the druggie doing anything at this point? He just got shot. He knows there are bad guys there. Yeah, I'm gonna draw some blood okay. and uh, reinject it. All right, let's try to cast that cure wounds and see what ha. it is. Oh, I'm going to draw unwelcome. Oh, no, that's a, that's a fail. That's, that's a, a fail. fail. Oh, um, so we'll start it as you Never have mind. to. Huh? No, it's a six. All right, no man, it's a fail. Okay. You have to stop completely. This time you can't, maybe you're shaky or something. You're riding the extra high of hitting two guys with clay discs for Great. some reason, right? And you can't, you can't quite, find, quite, quite find the vein, and you stop in your tracks, and you're just kind of fumbling with it. So okay. the, the, the action is kind of passing you by at this point. Everyone else is going to keep moving. Sean, you have two guys who are about to, you know, hit you in the face possibly they're getting really close and they're yeah. there you, you can see one guy's just dumped out one of the magazines he's slamming another one home and he raises it up towards you i'm gonna shoot before he shoots all right let's see. shoot first and then i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot and this is more of a spray this is not this is okay just trying to get enough to stop him and then try to roll away okay let's try it we'll start with the the shot seven a seven all right, so the, you you both squeeze a trigger at the same time, and you roll your damage. Actually, which one? Roll both of those. One of them is going to be the damage you do to him. The other one's the one done to you. Which one do you want to hurt you? Red oh. hurts him. Red hurts him. Uh, Hang on, I'm gonna re-roll throw it that. on the floor. <laughs> I'll re-roll that if would I don't have, like would the have number. Been one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is that? It's like in between. Good gosh, Kurt. That, that die has flat Six. sides, Six. right? <laughs> All right. And then the one that Six hits you. And then the one that hits me is a three. Hmm. Okay, so you can reduce it armor by your reduce. armor. Yeah. Sorry. All right, at this point, there's one guy left, and what he's going to do is just, before he backs around the corner of a container, he's just going to empty the entire clip he has in your direction. So there's going to be bullets, and you guys know that you're all being shot at. How are you reacting to that? Because if you don't, you're just going to take damage. Drop. Flat. That's dex. Go for it. Eight. Four, a two, and right. two. I thought I only heard one die. I, I was confused for a moment. Sorry. <laughs> so with eight, um, you're able to avoid some, but not all. Maybe one of the bullets catches you. Roll a d6, and you'll take half of that rounded up. Four. Okay. And so half of that is two. Yes. Do so I you reduce take two it by damage, my armor? Reduce by your armor, yes. So I take one damage. There you go. What does uh, Samaj do? I'm going to do the uh, the old Wild uh, West thing where they did, when oh. they would dance. Okay. Like, you know, with their <laughs> feet up. Oh, like. that's dexterity for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Dance for So you me. want to see the, uh, the bullets ricocheting off the ground at your feet. Nice. That's a five. That does not work in this case. Let's so <laughs> a D6 of damage. Two. So two. none. So where are you at for uh, health now? Because you did take. What, I four? took four. I'm yeah. at uh, I'm 19 of 23. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Kurt, what is Sean up to? How do you have that many hit points? Huh? He just wrote a high number there. I have eight plus constitution. I have a 15 oh, constitution. Oh, it's constitution, not con modifier? Yes. That is correct. Oh, that's one more hit points. I thought I had six total hit points. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So while you refigure that number, what is Sean doing at this point? Um, the bullets are flying at right, you. So How right, are you reacting? Yeah, so right after I shot last time, yeah. I wanted to remember I said I wanted to shoot and then immediately roll. Yeah. But I didn't actually roll to roll. So I guess it would be. A no, you did. You got to do what you wanted. But oh, you okay. rolled. But this guy's just spraying a hail of bullets down the corridor gotcha. where you are. So is just there, keep rolling. Are there any rolling, open rolling. doors on the corridor? Keep at all? rolling, rolling, rolling. rolling, rolling, rolling. Behind crates. It's behind stuff. You're okay. go- if you're going to hide or take cover, it's behind a thing, not inside a thing. Cool. Yeah, I would want to. I'd try to roll to a crate to take cover. Okay. I want to be able to shoot back. I'm not just okay. Hiding. Sounds like dexterity again. Let's All do right. that. Well, one more time. Eight. Eight. Uh, we're going to treat it the same as what Mickey rolled for her. So you're going to take a d6 rounded up for damage. Two. Uh, half of that rounded up, sorry. I rolled a two, so okay. one. So that then you wouldn't take any damage. The bullet is still going to rip your clothes or something. It's going to have some effect. It's just not going to hurt. Okay. Um, and at that point, you hear him shouting um, for more people. So he is shouting for more help. He is, uh, anybody counting would realize he is the last of the six original ones. Mm -hmm. And he is shouting for more help. But it sounds like if he's going to stay behind the corner, you guys have a little time to get back to what you were doing. Go get to the container. I need to call him for backup. My little radio. (laughs) Agent. All right. So we're going to, let me start with that. Give me a, we're just going to say it's kind of a happenstance roll. Take the highest modifier you have, a plus two. Add it to your roll. This will be if your radio is actually going to work where you are. So both roll my 2d6s? Regular roll, but uh, add plus two. Nine. Okay. So you hear uh, in the response back uh, to whatever your call is, you hear half static, half words. It's a... So they may or may not have heard you. Damn it. Made in China, piece of (laughs) shit. (laughs) Walkie-talkie. I need backup here. This is Garcia. We're at Pier 51 at Fort Lauderdale. And because it's a handheld radio, everyone hears what's coming back at her. And you can tell that they've heard something, but if they're hearing what she's hearing, it's a half of a message. So let's see how that pans out with what else you guys are doing here. It's okay. They have the ability to enhance. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How so? Well, you never watched CSI? Were they enhanced and then enhanced and enhanced? There was no such thing as CSI in 84 or oh. whatever year we're in. Yeah, Miami Vice. Nobody investigated enhance crime enhance. scenes before, oh, yeah, like, the, what, 2000-something. It uh, was all fly by the seat of your face. Oh, okay. That's let's a good point. You said go, Top Gun. Let's get to the container. I'm sure there's something that we can use as a yeah, flare yeah, let's gun. Go. we got to be close. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So within maybe 20, 30 seconds more, you round the corner and there's a container with a nice faded 713 and white paint on the side. It's got you know, a little bit of surface rust on the container itself. And um, unlike most of the containers here, this one looks like it has several locks on it. So, but, but, you know, the, the kind of padlock that if you wore it around your neck would weigh you down, you know, when a huge um, padlock and then like two or three other padlocks. Right on the the main opening of the the uh, place. Can't remember. Can you so shoot a pat? Can you shoot a padlock? And or are they supposed to be? They supposed to take one? Well, that thematically, Astro. you can always shoot it. However, you did bring a thief. I was going to say, is this something that I can try to pick? Can you pick locks? I can because they are locks. <laughs> yes. When I pick locks, I'm disable tracks. Traps roll. Plus disable tracks. tracks. <laughs> that's and that's when you try. No problem. <laughs> Six plus two, eight. On a eight. seven to nine, I still do it. 
The GM will offer me two options between yep. suspicion, danger, or cost. Yeah. So at this point, the way it's going to work is you're sure the way things are going right now with you picking these locks that you can get a few of them quickly, but there's no way that, that the speed that you're going, you're going to get them before reinforcements arrive for the bad guys. And that's the information you might want to share with your group. Hey, group. I can get a few of them, but at this rate, there's no way that I'm going to be able to get them all done before reinforcements arrive. Sam, we need to set up a trap. We've got some pretty narrow corridors here. I think if we took the high ground, we could spray down from rain, make it rain. It's a trap. Dollar bills or? Bullets, you idiot. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Give me a couple of your Uzis. Uh, I'm going to climb up. To get, you know, advantage or get advantage on whoever comes down these corridors. Yeah. Are you with me? All right. Yeah. I mean, if you just buy, I mean, these aren't, there's a lot of them, but they're not super hardcore. So if you can buy me an extra minute, I'll, I'll have them done. All right. That's it. Okay. So you put your plan in motion, Get grab a couple of guns, get up on top of one of the containers, mm-hmm. and you can see that there are several. It's starting to get dark, although there are lights on the um, the pier itself at the dock. Um, there aren't that, there isn't that much lighting on the boat itself. So you now see these guys running from the front of the boat towards the back where you guys are actually you're towards the center now, but either way, they're running from the front towards where you are. It looks like several of them are holding flashlights. All of them apparently are carrying weapons. It's just that, that sound of, uh, heavy boots on the, um, the, the deck of the ship and the, you know, the, all the clicking sounds of the guns getting loaded and the, you know, having the slides pulled and all that stuff. And it looks like maybe 20 or so guys headed your way. Can you make a fire rain. or something to block the hallway rather than having to shoot them all? I don't have a flamethrower. Um, I was actually gonna. So on the clay disc, I wanted to cast light on it again. Okay. But I want to be delayed light. I want to make like a flashbang. Okay. Let's do it. We could say you cast light on one of the molecules inside the clay, and so that when it breaks, that one comes to the surface. Why not? All right. So that's a ten. Good gosh, he can't fail. <laughs> that's know, awesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the druggy is awesome. Okay. So from the distance they are right now, what I would say is if Garcia is going to make it rain, her bullets have a much better range than a clay disc, so she'll get the first shot in if we're going to do it that way, and then the clay disc My can goal go is fly just in. to ruin her night vision. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do it. Let's throw some bullets their way. Ten. Oh, gosh. Ten is going to be good. Um, what we'll do at that point is I'm just going to set up a couple of groups for myself for tracking. And you are going to take out, I'm going to have four groups. You're going to take one of the groups of, uh, one of the four groups is going to be out of the picture now. So you have three more groups of guys to deal with. So don't bother with damage. It's just going to be, you've taken them out of the fight. Whether you hit them, cause them to hide, whatever it was, you got some guys to scatter or fall. And the others are still coming your way. So say there's probably another 15 or so. Since I'm higher up, does my radio work better now? That's a good question. We'll find out after that clay pigeon explodes. Yeah. Let's throw that sucker. Launch it. Pull. That is a seven. Okay. What we'll say here is that's the last one. It is. It'll, there'll be your ammo running out. And um, it still happens, though. So you get it. Now, I'm saying there's 15 left. Um, let's go crazy. Roll me something that comes near to 15. Roll a D20. You have one? Yeah, I can D12. I think right. Nikki's got a 20. Do you want a 20 or a 12? Yeah. 
14. <laughs> so at that point, the, f- the, fire, yeah, the brilliance of the light causes most of them to just kind of freeze in their tracks. And just as there's a mini lightning about 100 feet away on the boat, the last lock on the container clicks open. And, Sean, you are, you are now at an unlocked container door. What do you do? Um, the container's empty. Is it? Okay. Now what? You realize that 55 minutes in, you're throwing a curveball. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so? So what does that mean? We're going to find out. If Kurt no can guns. get around to it. Okay. I hightail it out the hall the other way. Yeah. Jump off the back of the boat into the water. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Make it back to one of the ATVs. Yeah. Bolt. Head on up. Two piers up. To, uh, okay. to where the guns really are. Oh, Check right. on them. No one around. Everything's good. Yeah. Hightail out in the night and uh, leave these two to see what happens. And we cut back to them at the scene as the, um, the, the bad guys, uh, the men, Jorge's men, regroup. And as they're standing there looking maybe slack-jawed at the, um, the, the edge of the boat where you jumped off, the... All of the guys come around them, and you hear a thousand clicks of guns being readied and pointed at you, and you are surrounded at gunpoint by the bad guys. You come up with some good catchphrase to end the episode. And what better than yippee ki <laughs> Yeah, yippee ki So do you both just let loose, or are you going to be taken by the bad guys. How do you want your scene to play out? Or your backup could be there. As did my, the, yeah, did as my radio finally it. work? What I would say is if you want that to happen, we're going to want to roll. From, I'm going to want to roll for that. We'll do the same thing, plus two to a roll. Just go if down on in a, a 10 plus, the helicopters show up. Go down in a blaze of glory. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I rolled a five. So I'm out of clay disc, but I did yep. find a landmine. Okay. Sure. I'm going to throw it at him. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. might ship a lot, though. Let's see what happens. <laughs> let's go ahead and do a volley roll. Ha! <laughs> Ten! <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to say to finish this one off, the landmine explodes, blows them back, blows you both back off the boat into the water, and the scene will close with you guys in the water, probably... Doggy paddling. Doggy paddling towards the, the shore, towards the dock. And I don't know, what, what kind of evil laughter does Sean have <laughs> at the end of the uh, episode? Well, exactly that. I've got a huge crate full of guns. Yeah. Number two is going to be eliminated because he has no guns. And yeah. uh, it opens the door to a whole bunch of other adventures because these guys could come after me. I could go after number one. It's a whole new world playing. Cool. And that's going to wrap up our game from scratch. After three episodes, we find out that Sean really wasn't trying to be a good guy. You never trust a guy from Boston. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> all right. We'll wrap that up here. We'll all say. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Everyone. Bye.
In true Game From Scratch fashion, Kurt throws a curveball in at the end of the adventure. Mickey, JJ, and Joe adapt to the change and we close with an explosion in helicopters. Great fun and we appreciate you sticking with us. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.